0: This is true news, the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help us God. I'm Rick Wiles. The needle Nazis opened a two-pronged propaganda offensive against humanity in recent days. First, they launched a fear campaign over a virus variant they named Omicron. It was first detected in South Africa. The South African doctors and scientists who were in the forefront of identifying the variant have repeatedly said that the variant produces mild symptoms in patients and it is easily treatable. Nevertheless, the needle Nazis, fear mongers, went to work whipping up fear and hysteria on every continent. Second, the needle Nazis launched their next phase of a totalitarian police state, namely new laws. Austrian and German government officials are moving quickly this week to criminalize and jail people who resist the clot shot. Numerous European Union nations are also considering mandatory vaccination laws. Where is this headed? Doc Burkhardt and I are ready to give you the most politically incorrect newscast in the world. It's called True News. Doc, can you believe that in a matter of days, it just a matter of days, we have this worldwide fear campaign, and now nations are moving to criminalize the unvaccinated
1: for what appears to be a mild, uh, a mild cold. And so, at least that's what the original doctors from South Africa have said. Omicron, uh, the symptoms are that they're not life-threatening; that they resemble really a bad cold. And so.
0: They created the Omicron variant. They created the Omicron variant propaganda campaign, and it is
1: meant to justify the enactment of police state laws. Have you noticed that each one of these variants that they were, I know you've uh, observed it, but our audience needs to observe it too, that each one of these variants that they come out with moves the needle, pun intended, Mm -hmm. a couple percentage points for the total vaccination of the population. Yes. And so the next one is, you know, uh, the previous one had 16 mutations. Omicron now has 32 mutations. The next one, is it gonna have 64 mutations with it? Probably, and it'll move the uh, level of vaccination a little bit higher, a little bit higher until they've practically convinced everybody to get vaccinated.
0: They're frustrated, the needle Nazis are frustrated over the resistance. And so they continue to work at creating these fear campaigns. It's starting to backfire. I mean, there are more and more people waking up and realizing that there is something terribly wrong in the world. But at the same time, the NATO Nazis are moving forward to establish their global totalitarian new world order police state, namely Austria and Germany. Yes. The home of Nazism, just a few decades ago. So this is a, a newspaper. This is an English translation of an Austrian newspaper. Rough draft for compulsory vaccination up to 7,200 euros
1: in not, the fine. That's about 10,000
0: that, 10, U.S. dollars. Right. So if you're not vaccinated, you're going to pay about 10,000 U.S. dollars and you're gonna to go to jail for four weeks.
1: And that's the other scary part of this because um, the headline doesn't tell about the four weeks of jail that they're gonna put you under. Um, now, they do give people a chance. They issue them a subpoena first, and then they issue a second subpoena. If you don't you know, respond accurately to uh, complying with the second com- uh, subpoena, that's when the enforcement issue takes place.
0: And first the fine,
1: yes, and then the imprisonment. Right. And if the, if you go to prison,
0: uh, and they release you after 4 weeks, the process starts over again. So you could be going to prison every few weeks. Right. In Austria, what a wonderful place to live. Hitler would be so proud of Austria today. Yes.
1: Uh, they rolled this time just like last time.
0: And yes, so. the Austrians are just rolling
1: over and letting the Nazis march in. Well, out of uh, Vindebona, the outlet there, the Austrian compulsory vaccination bill provides for fines of up to 7,200 euros. Um, The daily newspaper de Presse obtained the first draft for a mandatory vaccination in Austria. The law is to apply from February 1 and provides for penalties up to 7,200 euros. Before being punished, however, one is to receive two summons by the authorities because Tomorrow in the chancellor's office, a roundtable on the topic takes place, and the draft will still be discussed. The draft to be decided could therefore still bring further changes, Rick. The draft should be ready no later than December 6, and then be submitted for four weeks of review. According to the initial draft, compulsory vaccination is to apply in any case to everyone who has a residence or habitual abode in Austria and is over 12 years old. And according to the working paper, Rick, there should be exceptions for people who cannot be vaccinated without risk to life or health. This has to be confirmed by a public health officer or a health insurance fund. Pregnant women are to be partially exempted. Those who do not comply with the vaccination requirement are to be summoned, summoned, that word summoned, for vaccination by the district administrative authority. Then one has four weeks' time until one gets, again, a date. If one does not follow this either, the bill provides for penalties up to 3,600 euros or four weeks' imprisonment. Now,
0: the other article says uh, 7,000 euros. Well, I think
1: each summons is 3,600 euros. Oh, I see. Okay. And that's where they get the 7,200 euros there. I see.
0: All right. I understand. Um, You know, this is taking our attention off of uh, Australia, where they have... Quarantine hotels, yes. resorts, quarantine resorts, and, and uh, they have their, uh,
1: uh, their dictators. Uh, have you heard like about Daniel pe- Andrews. Have you heard about people scaling the barbed wire fences around the voluntary COVID camps? Yes. And so. And the police uh,
0: doing manhunts looking for escapees from the quarantine prison.
1: Right. That's happening now in so Australia.
0: Is this really
1: happening? Doc, doesn't it seem so surreal? It does. I mean, we, we've we been talking about this for years, Rick, but to actually see it being rolled out now in real time, I mean, every day it's another story like this that just reveals to us there is a global movement now to bring everyone together under one world order government. Just go back one year and when they were
0: starting to talk about the vaccination and and people like us said oh it's going to become mandatory and what was the response oh, oh no no, it, we would never do anything like that
1: no will there be vaccination cards no nothing like that at all uh vaccination apps no we're not doing that but within a few months after the beginning of this year they all started rolling it out so but rick with everything going on in austria as far as the lockdowns are concerned and now fines and up to, and potential imprisonment. There's something else going on in Austria too that you noticed. Yeah, there's political turmoil there. And, and uh, I, I don't follow
0: Austrian politics enough to to speak about it. I'm aware of what's going on, but but I don't have the in-depth knowledge. Uh, maybe some of our Austrian viewers can uh, give us an email, send us, uh, tell us what's happening. But first, uh, their, their prime minister, uh, Sebastian Kurz mm-hmm. who was the, the youngest leader in Austrian politics. I mean, the guy became Secretary of State at age 24. Right. Secretary of State. And now okay. he was serving as Prime Minister yes. but... And suddenly resigned. Yes, And um, you know there was supposedly some some scandal which uh, I, I never really heard what what the details was. Today as he left office, he said, I am neither a saint nor a, a, cr- a, cr- a criminal. Right. I thought, okay, that's, that's a, weird. Yeah, and it, you know, an odd statement to make when you're way out the door. So, who has been at the forefront in Austria pushing these needle Nazi draconian decrees? Well, that would be the Chancellor, Mr. Schlottenberg. Right. Okay. So. I started thinking, okay, Schlallenberg is pushing Sebastian Kurz out the door. Maybe Sebastian Kurz maybe had too much of a conscience and said, I, I just can't do this stuff. I'm not gonna, I, you know, I'm not going to, I, I, I'm just not gonna make vaccination mandatory. I can't go with this. And maybe they said, okay, well, we're gonna get rid of you. There's an agenda, right, Who am I talking about? I'm talking about the Nazi party, the, the globalists, the Bilderberg, the Davos crowd. Maybe they wanted Sebastian Kurz to, to implement their plan and he just wouldn't do it. So what do they do? It's time for you to leave. So you had Schloenberg becoming the the face of the Nazi party in Austria. He's the one that said, we will put them in prison. This is in the past couple of days. So about an hour ago, I came across this story. Look at this.
1: Schloenberg resigned. Yes. Now he actually... Kurz was uh, chancellor for a while. He got pushed out. And that's Kurz there in the uh, background. Right. And he got pushed out a few months ago because of uh, scandals related to... But today was his final
0: day. Yes. So So as he left office, the chancellor, Schlauenberg, the guy that wants to put people in prison for not being vaccinated, he resigned. Yes. There's something going on in Austria. So did... Schlollenberg, tell the
1: Bilderbergers, I I will lock them up, but I'm not going to gas them. (laughs) I mean, where's the line that he's willing to cross there? So there's something going on in Austria. Of course, uh, True News is going to keep our eyes on it, and we'll let you know what's happening here. Because if it happens in Austria, it will likely happen here, too.
0: Well, Germany, as we've told you this week, Germany is moving towards mandatory vaccination laws also. And we have this uh, report, uh, uh, German leaders approve new curbs for unvaccinated, meaning their rights, their freedoms, their liberties being stripped away by the
1: needle Nazis in no, Germany. And knows how they use the word, you know, curbs. So I mean, these aren't, you know, these aren't taking away your freedoms. We're just curbing your freedom. Right. Yeah. And so uh, the chancellor designate Olaf Scholz uh, said, get a vaccine, get a booster. That's how we get out of this crisis. Now, for those of you watching in the USA, if you wanna see a roadmap for where we're gonna be headed here over the next few weeks and months, this is what's happening in Germany right now as they get ready to roll out their next phase during dark winter. Shops, restaurants, museums, movie theaters for vaccinated or recovered people only. Additional tests for the vaccinated. Bundestag to vote on mandatory vaccines in early 2022. Nightclubs, music venues to close in areas where incident rate hits 350. New measures will take effect once approved by lawmakers, likely in coming days. A maximum of 15,000 spectators will be allowed in football stadiums. Indoor sports venues will have a maximum of 5,000 in attendance. Private gatherings for unvaccinated will be limited to one household. In other words, if you're having a private gathering, you can only gather with mom, dad, and the kids. That's it. Really, basically. And then, of course, mask requirements in schools all across the country there. Uh, and that was approved by both the federal government and uh, by uh, state governors, uh, there are 16 states in Germany. But they
0: also, Germany is also moving quickly towards mandatory
1: vaccination, which will carry the penalty of imprisonment. Yes, that, that's the next step. And so, uh, so once again, if it's happening in Austria, it's happening in Germany, we're likely to see it happening here. We're going to see some of those trends in that with some of the an- well, think, uh, announcements. We, we, the, we need to be prepared by, here. Yes. We need, and
0: and w- what we need to do is tell the needle Nazis, if you dare try to do it, we will vaccinate you with lead. End of discussion. And I mean it. I mean it. I'm not going the road that these people are going in Austria and Germany. I'm not going to go there. And these needle Nazis need to know that when they come to America and try to do this here, so if the American needle Nazis are thinking this way, guess what, we're gonna vaccinate you first. I am not going to submit to this tyranny. End of discussion. I'm not doing it for me. I'm 68 years old, most of my life is gone. I'm doing it for children. I am doing it for the children. They don't stand a chance right now. The children don't stand a chance in life. The needle Nazis are destroying them. Somebody's got to fight for the children. And that's, that's what drives me, that's what motivates me. I'm not trying to save a bunch of old baby boomers like me. Look, our lives are just about gone. How about the children? How about the three-year-olds, five-year-olds, seven-year-olds? They don't know what's going on. They're innocent. They're innocent. And this Nazism is taking over the world. It is Satanism. All of these isms, socialism, communism, Ju- Zionism, you name the ism, it's all branches of Satanism. Satanism. Yes. And he is setting up a kingdom, and there must be resistance. He makes war against the saints. And if there's war, guess what?
1: There's casualties. There's
0: fighting and there's casualties on both sides. Let it be known that the church is ready to fight. Let it be known that the men of God will become men of God and we will take a stand. And we will stand and we will fight like men. I'm not gonna lay down like these people are doing in Australia and Austria and Germany. Well, and they took away all their guns. Took away their guns. Okay,
1: we still have our guns. Find we out. still have our guns. <laughs> well, okay. Rick, we've always been told we, if we just vote Republican, we'll know that our rights are protected. We'll know uh, that they'll fight for us against the vaccine mandates. They're going to stand up for us, Rick.
0: What did they do to us now, Doc? All right,
1: watch this article here, Rick. Tool to enforce Orwellian rules. 80 House Republicans helped pass bill to fund federal vaccination database. All right, so 80 House Republicans voted with Democrats on Tuesday to pass the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act, which if passed by the Senate and signed into law, would fund a federal vaccination database. According to the bill, also called H.R. 550, the government would provide $400 million in taxpayer dollars to fund immunization system data modernization and expansion, a system otherwise defined as a confidential population based computerized database that records immunization doses administered by any healthcare provider to persons within the geographic area covered by that database. So they're going to centralize the vaccinations of every single American. By and, and by doing that,
0: you automatically know who is not vaccinated. That's correct. And so Because if your name is not in the database, then you are a resistor.
1: Now, of course, they try to put a good spin on this, Rick. They said in a statement, the bill's main sponsor, Democrat Representative Ann Cooster of New Hampshire, said the system would be used to remind patients. Remind patients? Just remind patients when when they're due for a recommended vaccine and identify areas with low vaccination rates to ensure equitable distribution of vaccines. Notably, the bill has four Republican co sponsors. You've got Larry Buxton of Indiana, James Beard of Indiana, David McKinley of West Virginia, and Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania. Not one Democrat voted in opposition to the bill, but you had 80 Republicans hop on this bill as well. And four Republicans were co-sponsors. Right, so keep voting Republican, votes. That, that's the answer, that's the answer. They're gonna save us all, right? If you wanna know uh,
0: how your Congress representative voted, you you can go online to the U.S. House and find that bill. Um, look up the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act, uh, HR 550, and the votes are there. I was looking at them a few minutes ago. Uh, so you can find out how your representative voted today. Uh, will, we, will we ever get to the place that a a vaccine passport is implanted in your skin. Well, the the neo-Nazis publicly are saying no, no, no. We're not thinking like that. It's ridiculous talk. You know, nobody's nobody's even thinking about that. Well, some people are. There's people in, in Sweden. They like being implanted. A lot of Swedes have been implanted to open doors and. Uh, turn on lights and stuff with their hand, you know, they find that fascinating. So now a Swedish biohacker has implanted himself with a COVID passport and others are lining up to get implanted. Now, in all fairness, the Swedish government is not doing this. Right. This is being done voluntarily by people. People are literally saying, I want to become I want to become a warden, a ward of Satan. I want to become a slave to the, to the devil. I'll do it myself. Right. And I don't need the government
1: to make me do it. I'll do it all by myself. And as you said, Rick, Sweden's been doing this for a couple of years now, where they've been uh, implanting uh, mechanical devices and chips inside themselves. They make the, the case, this biohacker makes the case, get your COVID certificate in a chip in your hand or elsewhere under the skin. It's increasingly popular to insert a chip into the body with different types of information. And now you can also insert your COVID certificate in the chip. And uh, Sweden's daily newspaper, Aftonbladet, reported. And so uh, it's the first step, folks, into seeing an uh, embedded information device that you carry around with you all the time. So you don't even have to have a wallet anymore. You don't have to. Have that pesky credit card or? He said, so "When the police come into the
0: restaurant mm-hmm. or the gymnasium and they want to verify that you're vaccinated,
1: all you have to do now is show them your hand. Give them your hand. They scan your hand. Oh, he's good to go. He can eat his uh, Wiener Schnitzel or whatever he's eating that day. Because it's so- in the Bible, a long time ago. Saint John the Revelator, he saw it in a vision
0: over 2,000 years ago while he was a prisoner. Yes, a prisoner on the Isle." of Patmos, he saw the mark of the beast, that a global government, an antichrist ruler will require every man, woman, and child to be marked, and without the mark, you cannot buy or sell. Christians have wondered for 2,000 years, how could such a thing be? How will it be implemented? We now know. We now know. We're seeing it. This is what they're putting down is the infrastructure to enforce the mark of the beast. This is it. We've, we have finally arrived. They are now laying down the infrastructure, the foundation of the mark of the beast system. And you rapture people, I have to ask you, where is this rapture? The secret rapture that takes us out seven years before tribulation. Where is it? Aren't we a little overdue for a rapture? Now, I'm waiting for the second coming, the parousia, the arrival, the presence of the king. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm not waiting for some mythical rapture. I'm waiting on the parousia, the, the actual appearance, the, the, the regal, stately presence of the king of kings, Jesus Christ. I don't have to be taken to heaven and hid for seven years. Not when Jesus comes back. Nobody's going to give me then. All right, you don't have to hide me anywhere. He doesn't have to hide the church for seven years. See, that's the rapture doctrine. Christ is coming back. He's gonna come back one time. He's gonna, he is going to utterly destroy the wicked. They're gonna hunt them down. Klaus Schwab and these guys are gonna hide in caves. They're gonna hide in caves and beg rocks to fall on them. How do I know the Bible says the wicked will hide in caves? Yes and plead for the rocks to crush them just to get away from this God, this God-man with fire in his eyes who's come to hunt down the wicked. I'm not worried about these people. I'm not looking forward to going through this time of tribulation, but I know how this ends. Christ reigns. Christ reigns. He reigns forever with his church. He reigns forever. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a minute with more news.
1: If this pandemic has taught us anything, being prepared is everything. Heaven's Harvest survival food is not only delicious, it has a 25-year shelf life. Packaged in state-of-the-art sealed Mylar bags, then sealed in grab-and-go food-grade buckets, Heaven's Harvest survival food is second to none. Whether you want to be prepared for one week, one month, or one year, our survival food kits have everything you need. Don't delay. Call or visit heavensharvest.com. Order yours today.
0: Hey, what if I told you that there is scientific evidence that there is a link between AstraZeneca
1: vaccine and heart attacks? And what if I told you that AstraZeneca knew about it before the vaccine, so-called vaccine was released to the public, Rick? Of course they know, of course they know. uh, This is the South China Morning Post, Rick. Possible new links between AstraZeneca coronavirus vaccine and blood clots. A study by scientists from the U.S. and U.K. universities identified possible reasons for the rare side effect, but company says the research is not definitive. Um, here's a quote from that article. Scientists have identified a possible reason the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine may cause blood clots after use of the shot was limited globally to prevent the rare side effect. Read that sentence carefully there, folks. The preclinical research conducted with AstraZeneca found the interaction between the vaccine and a protein known as platelet factor 4 could be behind the cases of thrombosis with thrombocytopenia syndrome, according to a study published on Wednesday in the journal Science Advances by scientists from the U.S. and U.K. universities, as well as AstraZeneca. And notice a couple of things in there, Rick. That uh, they rolled back AstraZeneca's uh, implementation on purpose because they actually saw the correlation with uh, heart disease and people having case- problems with their heart. But they knew about this in preclinical research as well.
0: Of course. Of course. So the next time you talk to somebody who's telling you that they got vaccinated, just say, oh, so you got the clot shot. When they say, what do you mean the clot shot? Oh, well, you know about. The blood clots, don't you?
1: And when they look at you weird and everything, just say, hey. I part, watch true news. I watch true news. so. You must be watching CNN. Oh,
0: where are we here? Oh, so we'll go to uh, Biden. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, maskless Joe, who doesn't wear a mask when he's shopping, is decreeing that people wear masks when they're traveling on planes. Trains, buses. What else is he covering? Uh, motor scooters. <laughs> Not you know.
1: quite yet, but
0: the, if it, they had a choice about it, they would do it. So, so. so we're, you know, the American people are going to be told again that you got to wear masks. This time until March 18. So if you get on the plane, or train, or the bus in the United States of America, you have to wear a mask until March 18.
1: In addition to this, the Biden administration is tightening travel rules to and within the U.S., requiring all inbound international passengers to test for COVID within 24 hours of departure and extending its mass requirement on all domestic flights, as Rick said, through March 18th. Now, that COVID test is for everyone, for vaccinated and unvaccinated. So uh, wait a that's I the thought, change.
0: I thought the vaccine protects you. Why would you have to be tested? That doesn't that's it make has been my sense? argument the whole
1: time. So.
0: Isn't that strange? Isn't that odd? Of course it is because it's not a vaccine. It's an operating system. It's changing your DNA. It's a symptom suppressor. Now, would mandatory vaccination ever be required in America to get on a plane like it is now in Canada? Canadian citizens can't fly across their own country anymore without being vaccinated. Right. Could it happen in the United States? Let's hear what somebody at the White House says.
1: Let me push you a little bit, though. Why the hesitancy to require proof of vaccination for domestic travel? That's something that especially with the rise of this new variant, we've talked to a number of public health experts, including some who advise the administration, uh, who say that is, in their estimation, the very next step that should be taken uh, to try to prevent further spread. Well, we do, as I talked about, have those tight requirements on the international travel. We have the workplace requirements. Jonathan will continue to look at all options and everything's on the table. Everything's on the table, Rick. Everything is on the table. Except uh, wisdom and common sense. Right. So what does that mean? Everything's on the table. There's coming a time that if you want to get on an airplane to fly to your favorite destination within the United States, they're going to require you to have a vaccination, the pseudo vaccine. And so... And this storyline now is being repeated by the rest of the administration. Here's uh, Jen Psaki, who I like to call Peppermint Patty in the White House. She's saying also nothing is off the table in response to this. Why not go further in the direction of, of you know, public health and mandates, given the potential risk and the fact that we're headed into winter?
0: Sure. Well, one, I would say that um, nothing is off the table, um, So, and, uh, including domestic travel. Including domestic travel. So when two people at the White House say the same words, you know... The memo went out. The memo went out. Right. Here's what you say. It's, all options are on the table. Right. Okay. That's the signal. Uh, years ago, and I don't remember the dates, somewhere around... 2010 or 12, something like that. And remember I told you yesterday, I said that there was this period of time, at back around that time, 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, various members of my family were having prophetic dreams about destruction coming to the United States of America. And um, there was one particular dream and I don't, I'm not even gonna go into the details of the dream, that's not what's important. But this was around 2010 or 2012, my, my daughter-in-law had the dream. Some months ago, um, I I found a copy in my office. I had printed that dream out, Doc. I had printed the text. I had what I did is I I I asked my daughter-in-law to to just, you know, type out in her words everything that she dreamed. Right. And then I printed it and put it in a file folder. And some months ago, I I found that folder. And folks, I had handwritten on that paper, make sure you're in your place of assignment before the lockdowns begin. And it was the words lockdown were in there. I wrote, no, lockdown wasn't in the dream. It wasn't in the dream at all. But it was after she wrote it down, when she wrote it down. No, no. I wrote in my oh. own language, my own words, after reading her dream, I wrote, make sure you're in your place of assignment before the lockdowns begin. And when did you write that, Rick? Sometime after she had that dream. She so had that dream.
1: time frame, what, 2000?
0: I'm going to say 10, right? or, 10 or 12, something like that. Right. Wow. Okay. I didn't know what lockdown, I don't know why I wrote it. I don't know what I was thinking at the time. I just know, I wrote, make sure you're in your place of assignment before the lockdowns begin because you will not travel after the lockdown begins. We're at that place now. Wherever you are, that's where you're gonna be. So enjoy it. I think. Here in America, you still have a brief amount of time to relocate. Some of you, you really need to seriously pray about relocating. You're in a dangerous place, politically, spiritually dangerous place, where you're living right now. You have an opportunity to escape to a southern state, like Florida, Texas, any of the southern states, where there's still freedom where there's still enough of us that we can hold them off. You have an opportunity to escape. The other thing you need to think about is that interest rates are going to go up dramatically in early 22. The Fed is, the, the day of this cheap free money is over. They have to hike the, rent, the interest rates. There are going to be multiple rate hikes starting from what I'm hearing. So, they're expecting the rate hikes to start probably in March. So if you're going to finance a home, you need to do it in December, January, February. After that, it- All bets are off. Yeah, yeah. The interest rates are going to soar. So, and it'll make it harder to sell your house also. Home sales will plummet. So now's the time to make your relocation. And you need to be very serious about this and seek the Lord, whether he wants you to flee the state that you're living in and get to a place of safety. Because wherever you are, you're going to stay there for a long, long time. And you may not even be able to travel out of that state. I'm okay if I'm locked down
1: in Florida. I like Florida. But it's very possible, Rick, that they could lock down the interstates. Yes. Uh, they, they could put, they're federal, federal they're, the, the interstate highways are federal, and they could very well, they could put federal troops In fact, the interstate highway system was built for the movement of troops, It yes. wasn't for the convenience of everyone to get, you know, uh, down the road to their favorite exit and get to Cracker Barrel. It was meant to be able to move troops around the nation. And they can certainly station troops at every single exit in the country. That's right. Hey, I want to skip down
0: uh, for our guys in the control room. I want to skip down to number 32 because I think this, is, uh, this goes on with uh, what we're talking about, right? I, I found this last night. Somebody, um, one, of our, one of our True News uh, supporters, Oh, I-, I can't think, pardon me, brother, I don't remember your name. Don't have it here in front of me right now. But I did read your email. I did read your email, and I did go to this website. It was in Polish, and this is the trans, translation into English. So this gentleman is a Catholic archbishop right? who is in exile. Yes. He's in exile.
1: Certainly not a fan of Pope Francis at
0: all. He's, he's hiding from the Jesuit Masonic Pope Francis, an archbishop, just like... Archbishop Vigano. Look what we have here. We have high-ranking archbishops of the Roman Catholic Church fleeing and hiding. Look what he said. I encourage you, he's speaking to his Catholic brethren. I encourage you to prepare catacomb chapels. In this article, he's telling the Catholic faithful, we are going back to the catacombs. Now, if you know early church history, you know what the catacombs were. It's where the early Christians hid to escape persecution and execution. You have an archbishop hiding from the Jesuit Freemason Pope Francis. Telling his flock, dear children, we're going back to the catacombs. The true church. Doc, again, I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. Uh, We've got two quotes from that article.
1: Uh, Again, this was all in Polish, but we had to translate it. Right. So Archbishop Jan Linga of Kazakhstan, who currently resides in Poland, is known alongside Archbishop Vigano as another fierce critic of Bergoglio, that's Pope Francis, gave an interview on November 29, calling on the true church to get ready to enter or to go to the catacombs. Uh, Monsignor Linga uh, attended an underground seminary in the Soviet Union and was secretly ordained as a priest. He served for 20 years as a bishop of a diocese covering an area of four million kilometers. Already in 2015, he denounced the crisis in the church in an open letter, and in 2017, he published, together with Monsignor Schneider and Monsignor Epita, a spiritual crusade against the heirs of Bergoglio, Pope Francis, and in 2020, he publicly accused Pope Francis of heresy, after which he was banned from celebrating Mass publicly and addressing the media. He then moved to Poland to the Marian Monastery of Lycan, where he celebrates Mass exclusively in the old rite, but... Uh, the quote that you really need to hear, and this is amazing coming out of a Catholic archbishop, uh, because it, it, you know, it sounds like a sermon we would preach here. Those who flee and hide to remain true to Christ's church true teachings will have no option but to go into the catacombs, to go into the desert like the woman of Revelation. Uh, as the Blessed Virgin Mary fled into the desert to save the child from the dragon that wants to devour her child. And that dragon, the devil, who has the upper hand in this world, even gained power over the leaders of the Catholic Church. They surrendered to him, rolled up the flag, and chose to serve him. We, as those faithful believers who keep God's commandments, who seek to live according to Christ's doctrine and his eight beatitudes, who seek to avoid sin and attachment to money or other sinful habits, and to seek to work on ourselves to be uh, pure virgins, surrendered to Christ, become saints as God asked each of us to do. So... This is a, these are amazing words coming out of a Catholic archbishop in exile, Rick. Yes. Um.
0: All of the saints, the true saints in the body of Christ, despite differences in doctrine and practices will be brought together by necessity to survive. we we will have to get along. We will have to form alliances with other saints in other churches because we're all being driven underground to the catacombs. Yes. Because the beast is here. The beast has arrived. Satan has been released from the abyss to deceive the nations for a season. Then the end shall come. The Lord Jesus Christ shall come and utterly destroy the wicked. They will be gathered up, bound, and taken to the lake of fire. And the saints will be taken to New Jerusalem, which will be on the new earth. That day is coming. You need to be ready for it. If you don't know Jesus Christ, get your life right with God now. Repent of your sins. Believe on the name of Jesus Christ. Ask him to save you. Ask him to write your name in the book of life. Then find a pastor who will baptize you in water in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then live your life right for God. That's all that he asks you to do to glorify Him, to praise Him, to tell others about His love and His mercy. That's all He asks you to do. Do it. The end is coming much faster than any of us realize. We'll be back tomorrow with more news and views and analysis. We're praying for you. Look up, your redemption draweth nigh. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: God bless you.